Welcome to the Clearly Podcast. My name is Andy Clark. I'm Shailen Chudasama. And I'm Tom Goff. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing today? That's twice in a row. I said it correctly. <laughs> you have. You're doing an excellent job of getting your name correct. So now we're going to move on from getting your name correct to tying your shoelaces to fabric pricing. <laughs> Do you think you can manage those three easy steps? Yeah, um, it's the third step that fabric pricing. I thought that number two. I thought number two may challenge you a bit more, but okay, let's we're, go we're with all fabric challenging. pricing. Yeah, <laughs> they're all they're all challenging. All right, so today's topic. So last week at Microsoft Ignite, fabric went into GA. Um, we talked about fabric a few weeks ago. We're not looking to go and do a repeat of that podcast. If you're interested in our views on fabric, then go back. I don't know five or six podcasts i can't remember how many um when we covered it we will continue to cover fabric because it's so significant for this podcast and for what we do but today we just wanted to focus on a few things um so we're going to kick off just talk through the main topics um we're going to start with what is ga tom will talk about that we'll talk about pricing you know going all the way from f2 to f2048 um what do capacity units mean what's the significance of f64 um we're also going to cover reservation pricing and storage um and then we'll go and talk about who we think this is for and that's a pretty broad conversation but we'll keep it concise um and then sizing and pocs so to kick off i'm going to hand over to tom for this one to talk about what does ga mean I think Sandy. So yeah, um, GA stands for general availability. And in short, that means that Fabric is no longer a preview product. It is now a proper released product that is fully available to go out and, and buy. Um, and probably most significantly, what that means is that Microsoft are going to be a lot more limited into what they can do in terms of messing around with the service, um, and most especially what they can take away without telling you that, that's, that a particular feature is gonna be taken away. So once something is in GA, any feature that is to be retired has to be notified to the customer base uh, in advance to say that that feature is being retired so the customers can actually migrate off it. While it's in preview, any feature can be switched on or off or changed at essentially no notice whatsoever. So that's why GA is really significant. It is now a properly supportable service uh, that you can go out and use for a production workload um, safely. Okay, that's cool. Thanks, Tom. So give me something we can now, we, anybody can now go and buy. Let's talk through pricing on this because um, that's a kind of interesting subject. Shona, can you give an overview on how fabric pricing works? Um, yeah, okay. So I, I was going to say that, Tom, the important part, you know, you mentioned the um, production, which is which is key, right? So because I'm sure most of us, if not all of us, are aware of clients, customers using preview products in production or as production. And then maybe because they didn't know, maybe because something else, and then all of a sudden something is not available anymore an export function or something is not available. And well, why did it disappear? Well, it was always preview, right? So and Microsoft will say that it was a preview product. It's not um, GA. 
Um, so yeah, so that that is a significant thing here. That it, you know, Fabric is is now GA. You use it in your production environments, or um, and absolutely they would they would like you to. So it brings us on to pricing. Now there is a you know within Azure there is a calculator, the Azure calculator. Within Fabric there are different SKUs. Um, so no no calculator to kind of estimate anything at the moment. There may be um, a calculator later. I was trying to look for a um, a plaster, a fabric plaster. Um, what do you call plasters in? We call them band-aids over oh, here. Band we use the brand so, yes, name. So. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so we call them plasters, you know. So I was going to use a fabric plaster to stick on top of my lovely calculator, my FX83GTXYZ, whatever oh, it is. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yep. I was going to put a fabric plaster and say, and here's you don't my... use your mobile phone like everybody else? Well, actually, no, no, that's not like everybody else. And I'll explain why. So, But I was going to put a fabric okay. plaster and say, here's my new fabric calculator. But it didn't work. There we yeah. go. So, no, not like everybody else, because I was at a client site once, and I actually pulled out my calculator and said, do, 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 do. And then somebody said to me, do you use a calculator? Yes. I said, what do you use? No, they don't use their phone. They just type it in to a, in search in Google. They actually just type oh, it in you, there. I mean, yeah, Wolfram Alpha is great, for example, for anything oh, like wow. that. Wow, okay. So, yeah, but I like carrying the calculator around. So fabric pricing. So there are different SKUs, and they range from F2 all the way to F2048. Now, that gives some kind of indication of, you know, when you think about um, uh, bytes and, and, and sizing, but there's no clear thing on where F2, does that mean two processors or two gig of memory or four gig of memory all the way up to two terabytes of memory? It may indicate that, and that's what it, it kind of suggests. But when we look at pricing, so an F2, depending on the region, because when you um, pick, you can you can go to the Azure um, um, site, so Azure and Microsoft site, and look at pricing for Fabric. Now, depending on your region, in the same way when you use Azure components, there are different, there's, there's different pricing available depending on your region. So for example, in the UK, the two different areas, so in terms of, you know, Microsoft data centers um, or Microsoft Cloud, UK South and UK West. So UK South and UK West will have pricing for both pay-as-you-go and if you reserve. And there are some significant savings at the moment if you reserve, okay? There's significant saving, I think, throughout. But going all the way from F2 all the way to F2, to, you know, 2048. Now, the capacity unit of two starts off as a pay-as-you-go um, in UK South pricing of 252 pounds and 46 pence um, as a pay-as-you-go per month. Significant saving, it drops down to 150, um, I should say 150 and 13.7 pence. Yeah, you save over 40 percent. Correct, and that's the thing. Oh, 41. Yeah, I mean, just over 40 percent. Yeah, I mean, just just. 40%, yeah. But it's that's not like it. it's 49 percent. It's 41 percent. 41 percent. But again, that is a good huge saving on a you know in terms yeah. of a if you reserve it. Now, like for like. What? What? Is, sorry, sorry, Shannon. Yeah. What does reserve mean? Reserve means you're committing. Right to a to a period, right? So um, normally, and that's a year. Yeah, normally it's a twelve month reservation yeah. price. But if yeah. you look at the Azure calculator, because it gives a bit more indication there on from an Azure calculator, you can reserve um, to you know one, two, three years. So if you actually reserve to three years, then it does give a, a similar, um, not not price, but a similar um, level of savings, right? 
And I think as the product matures, we'll start to see longer reservation periods available. I think at the moment, the only one that is offered is the 12-month period. Yes. But I think as people start to migrate onto it, I think there will be, we'll start to see that better reservation period available. Yeah, exactly. So F2, now if you go with something like a either one, um, try and, because there are different and many components of fabric, which we know about. So, you know, go back to the, the other podcast around fabric. Um, now, if we looked at uh, different, let's say, workloads or, or work streams that we're trying to use Fabric for, something like ADF or um, Lake, um, then if you're using the Azure Calculator, there are so many pipeline runs and it will amount to X per month, right? If you went ADF in Azure, if you end Azure SQL in Azure, or if you go um, Azure, let's say, Data Lake. Yeah, and it'll cost this much. Now we've done some pricing, you know, for um, uh, for different kind of scenarios using Fabric, and looking at the Fabric pricing, and looking at the Azure components and individual components using the Azure calculator and adding those up. Um, and I think it's fair to say that there are some advantages going going Fabric at the moment, you know, so even just Fabric because everything is in a single central area. Pricing, licensing is in a single central area. You don't have to worry about, well, we need some more ADF licensing, or we need to increase Azure SQL, or then you log into your Azure portal and you start increasing things. You can just do it at a SKU level for Fabric. Okay. I'll pause there for a second. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, no, no. And that's great. Thank you. So, and then a couple of considerations, I think, because, you know, we generally talk about Power BI and is Power BI licensing as part of this. So, um, if you could talk about Power BI below F64 yeah. and F64 and above, because that's pretty significant. Yeah, exactly. And, that's um, and, and very advantageous. Yes. And there's, a, there's the giveaway there. Right. So Power BI licensing as part of um, some of the SKUs in, in Fabric are not included unless you go to the minimum F64 SKU of Fabric, in which case Power BI is um uh included right and and yeah to be clear that doesn't get you out of needing some pro licenses for publication activity because the in the same way that with the premium capacity that will cover you for the consumption of reporting it won't cover you for the publication of reporting where you'll still need pro licensing against that Yeah, good point. But not many. I mean, it's a very limited. But de number, so depends how many you. Need. Yeah, it depends how many you want to publish, really. Uh, yeah. But normally, that the use case for uh, premium capacity is is where you've got a much smaller number of publishers than consumers. Yeah. So if you go to an an F sixty four, which is, an you know the equivalent of a premium P one, um, then Power BI licensing is included. It's not required. Um, for that now if you look at um, power bi licensing separately um, it works out at something like you know if you went for a, a dedicated premium capacity of power bi um, in the uk so uk south it may work out depending on obviously your agreement um, and um, you know the organizational agreement it could be anything around between four thousand to four thousand five hundred pounds per, per month now, from a fabric F64 perspective, the F6, you know, F64 monthly pricing pay as you go is 8,078 and 71.9 pence. So 
72 pence per month. Roughly. Okay? Yeah, roughly, roughly. Yeah. Um, just, just in case anyone wanted to quote us, you know, if, they, if there are any comments yeah. on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, but that does it. So if you think about just from for that in particular, you think about, well, that includes Power BI. Um, so we, and if you're looking at Fabric and everything else that Fabric has to offer, then I think there's a, a you know, Fabric offers a very, very good reason and, and as an option to you know, procuring Power BI separately. But then on top of that, mm. if you think about the savings by reserving, again, significant um, kind of savings there. Um, I mean, with reservation pricing, as I'm looking at this, it feels like a complete no-brainer. Why would you not? And unless you don't want that commitment for whatever reason. That'd be the main reason. You know, if, if you've already got Power BI dedicated, mm. which is a significant investment, you know, you know, you need Power BI dedicated, um, spending a reasonable amount of money on that on a monthly basis, and to get fabric on top of it for not an awful lot more else. I mean, you know, if, if you're to the point whereby you need dedicated, you probably need fabric, probably. Yeah. Um, depending on what your infrastructure is, and that's a very vague comment and <laughs> you know a vague caveat, of course. But you know, it's it feels like a pretty amazing deal to go and take. Um, fabric on top of P1 if yeah. you do it on a reservation. And it's very, you know, when you think about Power BI workspaces, and we've seen Fabric, you know, we've had access to Fabric um, for a while. Um, and when you log into, you know, for um, users out there, when you log into your Power BI service, you'll notice the Fabric icon, right? And it's automatically switched on. So I think. If you think about the overall architecture, that it's it's similar, if not underlying, probably the same. Yeah, from a Power BI perspective yeah. and overall, you know, fabric. Um, but no, yeah. So that's anyway a little bit on pricing there. Yes, and one other thing on pricing, very quickly. Sorry to go and cover. Of course, storage yes. is not part of the pricing. If you could, I know it's only a quick one, but if you could quickly okay. go over that. Very, very quickly. So storage is in addition um, to Fabric. And if you look at on the Fabric website, so if you look at the One Lake storage, it's extremely reasonable. And you may even say, well, that's quite cheap, actually, for what it is. So per gig per month, it starts off at. What is that? It's about two yeah, p. Just over two, two pence. pence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So two point three cents. Two point three cents for you, and then one point yeah. nine eight pence, right? So two pence yeah. per gigabyte. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, we did. We you know we we put a, a quick estimate together uh, for a for a client, and their storage uh, at the moment to start off with won't be anything more than even half a you know a few hundred gig. So we went with five you know five hundred gig, but then we put up to a, a terabyte, which is roughly 20 pounds a month yeah um now if you think about that storage a terabyte for 20 pounds a month yeah it's it's extremely reasonable yeah yeah no it's really really competitive um price and they've come out pretty aggressively on this so uh Shun, thank you for that um tom fabric when it's first announced it felt really billed as an enterprise thing um but i look at the pricing mm. and the pricing if i look at an f2 or an f4 even an F8 feels pretty much SMB. Yeah. Um, where do you position fabric 
based on that. I mean, we've got a range of prices that goes from, I'm looking at it now, um, on pay as you go, $262.8 per month to just under 270000 Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think... <laughs> so there's a bit of a range there. I think, I mean, I think it's at the, at the lower skews. I think it's something that um, would fit in that sort of um, SMB or SME market. Um, I think it, it, it would tend to be more at the larger end of that purely because I think you need to be at that larger end of the SMB market to warrant the capabilities that you'll get with Fabric. Um, and I mean, this is where things like the, the concept of the capacity unit um, also comes in, because what you're buying in that with that money is the ability to use those capacity units across a number of different workloads. So it depending on what you, you need to do, um, you can that can be transferred to different workloads. And that's where the I think the real flexibility of that pricing really starts to hit home. So you're not just buying sort of an amount of capability on a data factory or on Synapse or on some data science capability. It, you're buying something that will flex between those things. So if you're in, in a business where you might need to do a few little bits of all those things, then that's definitely something that um, will, will fit and I say that will fit within that SMB market quite well as well. Now, for the smallest of those businesses, reality is that probably a few Power BI licenses is plenty for a real small business. But as you get more into that medium-sized enterprise, you are going to be looking at something where you can get some real value out of uh, Fabric because you've got something where you can start to use the broader breadth of those workloads. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's really the the issue about pricing and fabric. Although we can look at it and say, "Wow, that's amazing SMB pricing," but the issue is likely to be more about functionality and whether somebody's buying something they actually really need mm -hmm. because they need to buy Power BI licenses anyway. Exactly. Well, yeah. So, and and most people will be absolutely fine. Most organisations, rather, will be absolutely fine with Power BI licensing. Um, Shailen, with uh, this is this is a kind of a bit of a vague question, I realise. Um, but where does somebody really start with sizing on all of this? Um, and and I, and I guess there's probably a lot of this we just don't really know right now because we don't have calculators in place and it's just gone GA, so we're not sure. But um, you know, based on what we know right now, what kind of guidance would you give to somebody to think about sizing? Okay, yeah. So, um, well, first of all, very similar to even if they're moving to the cloud, if they're using, if they're moving to Azure services, um, look at if they're, especially if they're moving from a hosted or an on-premises environment to cloud or Azure services and, and now option fabric, data sizes, data sources, data set sizes, um, how many pipelines, if they're going to, if they're going to use ADF, to transfer information and migrate information and bring, you know, how many pipelines, where do those, where do the additional data sources come from? Are they online? Are they on-premise, et cetera? Yeah. Um, so that kind of sizing. So you can already use calculators, so the Azure calculator, to help with um, pipeline sizing. Right? You can already use the Azure calculator to um, um, help with, um, sizing of storage, yes, you know, so be it one late seek, Azure SQL or anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you already, you, most organisations will probably have 
you know sizing available to them around their office um so you know 365 it'd be, if it's e3 e5 or whichever uh, version it, it is plus the other components like power bi yep so you can always use a retail pricing of power bi and i think it's um it, that roughly around ten dollars a month per user right so there's and or premium or dedicated capacity or premium capacity so you already have those sizing variable but you need to look at the data volumes the movement of data the frequency of of that data movement and then different um areas that you want to store it so if you're looking to store it in a in a dev environment or a test environment a production environment how much data you're going to store and retention periods as well because at first people will say we need to bring all of the data across what's that? all all seven terabytes of data or as another one all 70 terabytes of data oh no 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 we don't need all of that yeah we can actually we don't need all of that data we only need a few months plus we've already have um, that data available if we ever needed it. Okay, fine. So where do we start? So we're going to start with megabytes, you know, gigabytes, and it's, it's probably reasonable to say it'll be a, you know, a gigabytes um, going up to hundreds of gigs. But immediately and initially, you know, I don't think a lot of organisations will jump to well, we need terabytes of information, we need to store of this information, especially as they move from prototype stroke development. Um, then to production and so we we've helped people with sizing um, we've used um, the, the fabric piece and it doesn't really have um, a sizing calculator there as a capacity unit um, but we have used the Azure calculator to help with sizing um, and determined what it looked like both from an Azure perspective and a fabric perspective but in terms of going back to your question about where do they start look at what you're trying to bring across you know how many reports how many work you know what does it what does what are you using that workload for you know so if it's for data management and movement those pipelines if it's for storage how much storage you know if it's for um, reporting well what kind of reports what 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 are the, the sizes of those data sets going to look like and bear in mind the data set in if you use power bi in the data set is quite it's heavily compressed you know with the engine that um, power bi uses so uh, when you talk about record sizes you know if you get if you ever get to the one gig stroke 10 gig or a site a data set limitation in power bi that's a lot of data yeah in in you know from yeah. a power bi data set perspective so a few things around so that. yeah that's yeah it's so it's it's complex and nuanced that's most things like this are aren't they so but look that's good advice and it's it's good things for somebody to go and look out for when they're considering that alternatively come and talk to us you know, yeah. we offer those advisory services to help somebody to try and figure this out because, you know, we are we are doing it with customers right now. Yeah. But yeah, but that's a good point. You know, when you say, Andy, come and talk to us. Even if you just, um, if you're looking into it, you know, we have lots of, um, we've had lots of uh, discussions with clients, um, um, prospective clients, other partners, you know, within the industry and within the industry as well, just around considering and considerations of, should we look at fabric? And that's, that's a, a common question at the moment. Should we look at fabric or is it too soon? Or is it too early? Well, it's just gone GA, right? So, um, or should we stick to, or should we wait a while? Should we just stick with our on-premises on environment? And instead of going to, you know, if, instead of moving everything to, let's say Microsoft Cloud, so Azure services and then fabric or even fabric, well, that's fine, you can wait. But how much is it costing you to wait? You are paying for those services at the moment. Mm. How much does it cost you in resource as well? 
to manage and maintain everything. What yeah. about and what's the quality of that service? Correct, and the quality. What about yeah. knowledge transfer and upskilling? Yeah. So when we have um, applications, you know, when we we're looking for um, um, people and resource, and when we have applications, a lot of the times people will say, "Well, I don't just. I would like to learn more about this. I want to skill up in this, and they want to skill up in the cloud." A lot of the things they do, especially in that whole BI and data analytics area. They're still using a lot of on-premise, yeah. So older versions, and and there's a reason that they they'll be asked to do that. And I'm not talking about just direct from, uh, but with other from other partners as well. It's because they'll be seen as a safe pair of hands. They say, yeah, you're good at that. Just carry on doing it. You know, the ex-colleagues of ours, Tom and I. You know, they will well, yeah, a safe pair of hands. They just continue doing the same thing over and over again. And anyway, we're going off on a tangent, but I think <laughs> it's a right the right kind of tangent anyway. So, but. <laughs> Yeah, resourcing. So think about your current setup, and overall, what what, what you know, what does that look like? Um, yeah. And it, it doesn't ever have to be a big bang approach and move everything across. You can start off quite small. Yeah. yeah. And to that point, and thank you for that, Shayla. I think um, the final point was really interesting in terms of starting off. Tom, if somebody's interested in saying, okay, um, I want to do a POC on this, what would your advice be to them and guidance? Um, I think really to find something um, that you can do with Fabric that you want to do with a particular data set that you can't easily do with just Power BI on its own. So something where you may have a use for some ADF stuff or some data science to apply to a data set or something like that. Um, and then so spin up a small instance of um, Fabric. So maybe just like an F2 to do your POC on with a view to expanding that when you need to, but start with something small, start with, but start with something where you've got a data set where you can really start to try to make some use of actual fabric features. And there's not a whole lot of point if you're just going to repeat something that you could easily have done in Power BI on its own, go and find something that is going to give you something new and different so you can actually try some stuff out. Yeah, okay. No, that's really useful. Thank you. Um, look, so we wanted to keep this under 30 minutes, and we're now on 29.29 as I look at the clock. So as we say goodbye, I think we're going to go over 30 minutes <laughs> unless we cut chunks out to keep within a monthly storage allocation. Or if, it's like, our, or if it's like our you know, estimated pricing. It's just an estimate, yeah. right? We're roughly but, around that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, so look, great news that it's GA. Um, I think a lot, and and you know, I think people could be reticent about trying new stuff. But let's bear in mind, most of the components have been in existence for a long time. Um, there's a certain element of packaging and codependence of the of the um, of the application areas. So, if somebody's worried, well, there's a lot of stuff that's been there for a while, you know, so they shouldn't be too worried about it. Is that, you know, a lot of it is the way this all works together and the simplicity with which it works together, which is, I guess, is new about it. Quick, quick one on pricing, Andy. Because mm. mm. um, if you look at a fabric site, um, it does say if you already have an existing Power BI premium capacity, um, now you should definitely look into this then because it says all. Power BI premium capacities are automatically upgraded to support all the fabric workloads. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, if you're using it, then um, I think you'd be entitled to a lot more 
um, rather than just the Power BI um, components. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I make it very easy for those Power BI users to take advantage of Fabric, which is great. All right, guys, that's really cool. Thank you very much. What should we talk about next week? We haven't even started to think about that, have we? All right. So let's just make <laughs> next week a surprise. We have a guest speaker next week. Oh, really? Person, so, some person down. Surprise given, guest. Given you said May, um, obviously we can't <laughs> announce because I don't know. So I don't know how to say their name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Are you mouthing the name to no, me? No, I'm not. I'm not. Right now. Yeah. Yesterday, <laughs> okay. However, yesterday to Bali, yeah. while um, they're at their gymnastics competition and he was there, I was saying he had his jumper on, right? So um, I said jumper to him. I said jumper. And he started doing this and said drummer, drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I know jumper. <laughs> so my, um, yeah, my lip syncing is not. Or you know, if I'm trying to, oh, okay, it, I get it, I get it. And we, so we haven't, we haven't got a drummer on next week. No, we haven't got a drummer either. On yet. We haven't confirmed. Yeah, but but there is definitely a. It'd be a good guest speaker, by the way, if we can manage to. Confirm. All right, cool. Yeah. So next week's going to be a surprise. That's exciting for all of us. Yep. Because you know we don't know. Yeah. No. All right. Well, on that note, um, let's get out of here. Yep. I will so. wish you fine people a very good evening. And uh, and say thank you to our listeners and goodbye. Thanks. Goodbye. Thanks a lot. See you then. Bye.